Hello, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. And with us we've got Vance. Hello. Uh, because, as you may tell from the title, because it's pretty simple, we're doing an episode to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Star Trek Online. My God, that feels old. Yeah. My 10 God. years of Star Trek Online. Yes, yeah. It's... And that's longer than any other Star Trek has read. Yeah. Mm. And that's kind of what we're going to spend the time doing, because after Nemesis and Enterprise and all that sort of thing, it was the thing that built in canon when there was kind of nothing going on. So I think it would be quite cool to experience, like trying to explain how it's done that and why it's done that and all the kind of cool things it's done over the years. I think that's what we're trying to do with this episode. So, yeah. Well, what we would like to say is, me and Jamie have already been here before. Not that you'd heard it, because we did a Lost File episode with this. Back with, with Phil, back in 2013, when the game was a very, very simple thing to try and do. So, we already know just how difficult this is going to be, but we're going to try it. Um, and also got to point out that um, said Simon and Vance are big fans of STR and pl- played it a lot. I, on the other hand, haven't played it as much. So I've kind of dipped in and out. Um, so my knowledge of it is not as... Um, trying to think of the right Word word here. Spread. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Si. So, yeah, just want to point that out as well before, <laughs> before we actually get going. Um so, because I said, um, I don't actually have it on my laptop. I said, I've played it at Simon's. Although I know you can get it on um, PS4, which is what the game console I've got. But I think you said to me the other day, Si, didn't you? They don't do as many updates with that, no, do they? No, no. no. Much the irritants of PS4 players. But never mind, that's a complete <laughs> other argument. And yeah. Another yeah. discussion. But, you know. Yeah. But just... yeah. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> just wanted to just wanted to say that before before we got into it. So <laughs> yeah, so we had a bit of a discussion before we got going, and that went quite well. And I think there was something you wanted to start off talking about, Vance, wasn't there? You were talking about the kind of very early days, you know, like production of SGO and kind of its origins and yeah, the when it was first released, um, I remember um, when I was at that time I was playing City of Heroes. And one of my guildmates got me turned on over to Star Trek Online, which I'd heard that they were making, but I didn't know that it had been released. Uh, so once I found out that it had actually been released, I went on to Amazon and ordered me, me a collector's edition so that I could have my little mm-hmm. pin, which is in storage back in Oklahoma. Uh, you guys may not, or the fellow folks listening, I may not have known, but I moved from the United States over to Bulgaria to live with my wife. Uh, She's native to Bulgaria, and it was easier for me to come here than it was for her to come go there. And it's also financially easier on both of us. So, yeah, it had a very odd beginnings. And just like you, I, I still have my original, like, box set with Mac, like, box set. CD for the game. I still own that, and you just go, "Oh my god!" Like these days, it's like downloadable online. You just go, "My god, how's time changed?" And the world changed oh, where you had to buy discs for games. And yeah, and I, yeah. I, 
I, and I do actually vaguely remember, I think at the time you had to, um, there was like a, um, to actually subscribe to, you had to, I think there was like different rankings. I think there's like, you could be like a gold member or a lifetime member and or stuff like that, wasn't there? I, I think, cause oh. I think, I remember you had that side, didn't you, back in the day? Was it a lifetime member thing, wasn't it? I did eventually become a life member, I still am. Yeah, yeah. But for a long old while, I was a subscriber, which was paying like £10 a month. That was it, Getting yeah. Access for access to it, but again, ages ago, I became lifetime member, so I don't have that worry anymore, which is lovely. Mm. But yeah, I remember uh, there were three levels, uh, if I remember correctly, or at least there was in the states. Um, there was the basic entry level, which was nine ninety nine. Um, then there was um, a higher level, which was uh, every. Three months, I think it was, uh, and that was, I think, nineteen or twenty, nine ninety nine, and then there was the um, the lifetime, which I got the first time I seen it was on sale. So it was like instead of three hundred, it was like a hundred and a half. So that's when I caught it. <laughs> yeah, same here. I think I got it on sale as well. And she's going, I've had enough of paying this month. I'm just going to get it. <laughs> forever yeah. just kind of and at least the good thing with that is you get um a skill still penned for the um c store so that's something nice every month yeah i uh, get you get zen every month now um uh, i guess you call it a, it's called a stipend but yeah you get the stipend every month uh for being on there um I'm trying to think what else we get um, oh, lots of rewards over the years, and you get fireworks yeah, and, and space. Used to, you had to have, you had to be, after you had to be, uh, pay for the subscription for a certain amount of time to get those rewards. Yeah. And at one point, they're like, I think it was when it moved over to Perfect World, uh, that they changed it from when you bought the lifetime, you immediately got all of those rewards. I still have problems uh, finding the damn things. They're hidden ev- everywhere. And it's just like... <laughs> yeah, um... I can't even remember what what some of those are anymore. Let's see Some here. of them are costumes. I Because I have looked back over the years. Some of them are costumes. So you get some of the kind of silver shoulders. You get the monkey, which is on DS9. I actually know where that one is. The fireworks, which are at Space Dock. I actually know where that one is. Space suits are also at Space Dock. And then there's a whole other load of stuff where I have no idea where it is. Um, trying to think what all there is. Oh, there's ships. Um, a couple of ships. Um, the Camaro is one of my one of the first ships that I actually fell in love with. Uh, that was not one that I had to. I just got for free. It was just one that um, I got because I was a uh, a lifetime subscriber. Eventually. Um, and then they uh, upgraded that to a tier six, and we got that one for free too. Um, that was a I really enjoyed that ship while I used it. Oh, you also get a thousand extra dilithiums to refine every day. I was trying to look that up. You beat me to it. <laughs> Alternate future variant. Uh, hey, let me send that. Let me spread spread the love so everyone can talk about it. Right, where's the thingy thing? Damn internet! Don't <laughs> <laughs> you love them? Yeah. 
There we go. There we go. Veteran boards. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. I didn't think what they were called. Odyssey long jacket. And then there's a myriad for other um, things. The firework one, where I actually know where it is, which is great. Access to the captain's table. Oh my god, that thing's the most hilarious place ever. I've... Is that still there? It's still or... there! <laughs> but no one ever goes in it! I, w I think I went in there once. Really? No. Yeah! You have to... Uh... <laughs> Have reach, uh, what, what, what level was the captain's cable? Uh, <laughs> captain's table was 400 days. So you had to play for just over a year uh, to unlock the captain's table. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Uh, when you were doing it on a monthly basis, if you, uh, when they changed it over to, you know, automatic, you know, everybody got it. But, uh, yeah, I forgot about the captain's table. Yeah, uh, it's the most redundant thing in the game, I think. But you know, whatever. Yeah, I was oh, going to say because because I remember you mentioned that to me so ages ago, and I don't think since said I don't think it's, I totally forgot all about it to be honest. So it doesn't really surprise me that it's kind of ignored. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get special a faction Pacific environmental suits, which are all quite cool. So you get the yeah. like Starfleet one from um, First Contact. Yeah, the Jupiter um, veteran belts. Uh, you get, um, I think they're, oh yeah, no, they're not. They're uh, the androids, um, kind of like data. You get your own little android. Uh, it's 700 days uh, when you had to actually work for that one. Uh, yeah, the monkey was at 800. I've never liked the monkey. Yeah, the monkey's kind of useless. I mean, if it was a combat pet, it might be more useful. I just uh, find it annoying because it's like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it sits there bashing. And... No, I can't. Apparently, they're meant to grow. If you have them on for long enough, apparently they grow. Is what I feel. Really? really? Wow. Yeah. Well, I did not know that they grew. But uh, I, they're never on mine long enough to grow. <laughs> I, ha I have the sailor cub. <coughs> much prefer it. I think Jamie. I think I bought Jamie a dog eventually at some point. Yeah, you got me a dog. Yeah. I think yeah. I have the I have the acidic cordas. I, no, like no, a... I think they just take forever to do anything. No, they're quite handy with the Borg. I really like them when we're fighting the Borg, along with my little uh, teleporting bullet one. Um, <laughs> I can't think of what the thing, what the weapon's called, but uh, they kind of like. Like that weapon, they just ignore shields and then they just eat the Borg up. <laughs> um, you get obviously the veteran um, uniform and material, which I pretty much have on all my ships. That's for the thousand days, isn't it? Nine hundred. Oh, nine hundred. Oh, yeah, the thousand days you, is where they unlock the uh, man, the Chimera, which or no, that's the Manticore, which was the upgraded version of the. Chimera. Yep, which is what I have on one of my alts, and I also have on Jamie's uh, character. Yeah. He, what I was saying before is what I spent my time blowing stuff up with, I think, a couple of days ago. <laughs> think. Yeah, that uh, that special cannon was really handy a, a few times. <laughs> it's probably the only thing that saved me those in those fights. Yeah, uh, but, um... So, you're both getting damaged quickly. But, yeah, um, that does a lot of phaser damage. So I was, if you had the, 
sorry, I'm still getting over a cold. Um, if you still have the the Endeavor message for phaser damage, that's a good ship to get it on. Yes, and I did very well. Cause that was, that was <laughs> 500,000, it's like it took me about 40 minutes to do it, but I got there eventually. And, yeah. and I knocked out two birds with one stone. Because we're talking about the Endeavor system. So they are tasks that you can do, and then you get uh, things that help all your characters on that account. I think that makes sense. And there's like a universal one where you get diddly squat, but it's easy to do. Then you get an easy one, medium one, and a hard one. So what I decided to do, I went sod you to the universal, sod you to the easy one. I went for the medium and hard one. The medium one was so easy that it was just like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to combine two. It was destroy, I think it was ten Voth ships. And it was just, so... Guess where I went? I went to the Dyson Sphere and just spent time just blowing stuff up in the um, task there. You know, just kind of, as I can. And spent another half an hour just kept blowing stuff up. Just going things where it's like, hey, I'm going to try and get into fights with people and draw my damage up. So, yeah, that, that took forever, but I got it. Yeah, I just took a look at two birds, did, one stone. Do you remember when they introduced the Endeavor system? Yeah. Because it yeah. feels like it's been there forever now. Yeah, it's, it's sort of been a bit ingrained, but that just kind of happened actually quite recently. I think it's like within the last year, I'd say, something like that. Oh, here it is. Season 13.5 introduced the Endeavor system. And we're at, what, season 17 now? That's not too long ago. So, it's, yeah, I, I love that system. There's so much to it. But the, the creativity they have in that game where they kind of added in elements and characters from the shows to build to their storylines so that you got to know them better. Right. So or you got to well see... done. Or in a couple instances, they tied up some loose ends that weren't there before. Uh, or that were never tied up. Um like the, um, I can't remember the name of the episode. It was Next Gen. Conspiracy, uh, I think you're probably going on about. Yes, Conspiracy. Uh, there was just an open-ended end of the episode, and they never revisited it. And it was like, well, whatever happened with that particular screen from that little snake in the back of his head, and they got to tie that up with, uh, the Alachi and Iconian War. Uh, that happened in back in 2014, Delta Rising. Oh, was that Delta Rise? Okay. Um, what did it say? It takes place in the Delta Quadrant last seen in Voyager and will feature some of the races encountered during uh, seven years in that region. Most, prom- pr- most predominantly the Selections, the Kabali, and the series main antagonists of Vadoir. Uh, which featured Admiral Tuvok, and that was a great addition. Garrett Wang as Harry Kim, promoted, yeah. thank God, for once. For once in his life. <laughs> he finally got past being a lieutenant. <laughs> now captain of the Rhode Island, so it kind of works in in game. And Jerry Ryan is 7-9. Uh, Ethan Phillips, um, where, like you say, the... What do you call them? 
the Calaxians. Um, the things that infiltrated Starfleet. I don't remember what you call them. Um, um they yeah, invented the Vadoir, and oh my god, they were a pain to defeat. They really were. But some of the acting in that is just incredible, and it's just kind of you see what happened to Salaxians and Neelix after um after the end of uh, Voyager, which is incredible. Where yeah, they they um, moved on and expanded and built built a new base and all that sort of thing and yeah that that was just about the time they also raised the level cap up to sixty yep yeah, because uh, it used to be at fifty uh, prior to that it was at forty but yeah because uh, they added um it went up it's gone up to what was it uh, fleet admiral now isn't it isn't that the highest at the moment yeah fleet admiral yeah. On the Federation side, yeah. Yeah. So that's one of them, but there's so many others where they've, you know, they've they even had the, as you were saying earlier, they had the Iconium War, where you learn more about the backgrounds of the Iconians. Right, because uh, the the Preservers, uh, an episode uh, from way back in the original series, where they had found the uh, a Preserver pillar or no, pillar's not the right word. Um, obelisk. Uh, way back in one of the episodes of the original series, uh, we even got to revisit something from that. So they've tied in a lot from canon into the sh- uh, game, and we've even got to explore and expand into what they have uh, did in canon where we, that we couldn't do uh, with the show. Which I thought was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I said I've, I've not played as much of STO as Simon, but I can remember a couple of instances. So, like um, the mission with the Enterprise C with Tasha Yar, um, they were redirected somewhere else in time, and that was done really cleverly. And I think I think I haven't actually played it, but I remember you mentioned to me, Si, about um, the, the fleet that disappears that were coming through in season six of Deep Space Nine. That actually, you find out what happened to them. Don't you or something you mentioned yeah, to me? Yeah, they, they unfortunately reappear and um, take over Deep Space Nine. So that takes over part of the story as well. That's that's a clever that's that's another clever way of doing it. You have to try and convince them that what they're seeing is true, and they just don't believe whatever you sell them. It's like, oh no, this is a lie. No, 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 no. So you have to no. go to um, one of Starfleet's prisons and pick up um, the female shapeshifter. Oh wow. Yeah, I remember that. That was even a pain to get out of there because they followed you there. <laughs> and you had to fight them to get out. It's, you know, it's just so clever how they've added to it. And then you also have Dyson Sphere. So building on uh, that episode in Next Gen, it's just so much to talk about. And then there's time travel. There's new Romulus, you know, where the Romulans go after... Uh, Hobus, and you find out about Hobus, what ha- actually happened there. Yeah. All now works into what's happening in Picard, but this is, so this is, you know, 10 years ago before any of this was even a thing, you know, even a, a thought in anyone's mind. Yeah, I haven't got to start on Picard yet. Uh, it's on my list, but uh, hopefully I'll get to watch it here in the next couple of weeks, but. Um, I hear that uh, Archer's dog's being replaced with another dog. That's a little 
more lovable. Number one. Number one. Oh, so that's actually his name. Yeah. I thought they one, were just making yes. that up. <laughs> no, no, the card name is dog number one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, you'll you'll enjoy you'll enjoy advance. I mean, it's it, me and Simon have said we've. Have you watched the third episode yet, Simon? Mm-hmm. Of course, I. Yeah, yeah, really good. I think if you enjoyed if you enjoyed next gen, because I mean it does have it's kind of it it is. It does have that next gen filter, but it is something different as well. They've done a really good kind of combination. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Now, I was looking at the the voice or the actors that they pulled into the game uh, that have actually been in the show, and with the exception of uh, Scotty's son playing. Scotty, or Jimmy Doohan's son, uh, coming in to play, fill in for his father's shoes. Uh, I think we're looking at 41 uh, actors from the show actually voicing in the show, or in the game. It's been that many, my God. Because I, I, I know they've had a lot, but I didn't know it was that much, but that's impressive. And yeah, and you... you and it's really great because, and some of them are actually from the movies. Um, the android from the JJ verse. I know they hate that, but I'm going to. It's always going to be JJ verse to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the android from that Enterprise actually is in there too in one episode. <coughs> uh, I can't remember the name of the episode, but you're. Um, you can actually get slushies off of the. Uh, bridge for it, and I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, where is that? Because like I said, I'm looking at all the information, so I was trying to find it, but it's, yeah, say the fact it, it involves the Kelvin timeline, there's Discovery line, and there's, you know, the old Enterprise crew in there, and it, it touches on everything, and, you know, the episode I think you loved was, um, wasn't it Quark's Lucky 7, Jeremy? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about that, Jeremy? Because I think it's a that's a mission you you've always quite um, enjoyed. Oh god. Um, oh, what was it again? Um, <laughs> it says it's been so long since I've been played. God, uh, I might need some help here. So, <laughs> um, wasn't it? Um, oh, my brain, my brain. It's uh, not in a jar, is it? Spock's brain joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably. To be fair, Vasi probably right. Uh, God. So this is exactly the kind of thing we talked about at the beginning. My knowledge of it is just. Um, oh yeah, here it is. Um, Romilly to trying to convince Quark that they they need to bring the Klingons uh, into the war with the Herc. Oh yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So they want to steal back the sword of Kalos from Taket. That's it. Yeah. So I just sparked sparked a memory now. Yeah. Because didn't wasn't didn't you uh, wasn't it um oh wasn't it you you're on board a ship and you had to do a load of different things wasn't it? I know that sounds so vague. You're on a Iconian ship. Is that that's one, it. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. That was um. That was one of those. 
missions you kind of wanted to stealth it through, uh, but you weren't weren't one hundred percent certain that you could stealth it because that some there were certain points you had to fight, no matter what you did to try not to. Yeah, but it's it's been brought back to me now. And yeah, it was I said it was one of my the favorites, one of my favorites that I did actually play, which I liked. So. Yeah, so I did, I hadn't played because I think where did I get up to, Si, with with the missions? Um, was it the Romulans? Something like that. Yeah, so <coughs> you know, which is obviously well these days it's like hardly hardly start. I think it's like what the third or fourth kind of part of it or something. I I love the in jokes in um, Tiket's trophy room. The like the the objects in there, and it's just so hilarious what what they have in there, like. Like baseball, and there's like um, gold press latinum, and there's kind of heads of things, and it's just it's so clever what they added in there. Because and then yeah, but the get... only thing you can do with the gold press latinum is buy trophies, really. I mean, yeah, you can buy holograms for your ships, but disco balls. It's all about disco balls. Uh, I I appall the disco balls. <laughs> I have a stash. I have a thing that prevents you from using that on me. <laughs> I, I, I actually went out and spent the lobby to make sure I didn't have to do that terrible dance. Um, that and sunglasses. There you are. Two good things come from lobby. Uh, from um, Gold Press Latinum. Rest there are sunglasses yeah. with the GPO? Yeah, on Razor. Hmm, I'll have to check that out. Gotta rock some sunglasses. My um, oh, yeah. summer summer outfit does. Okay. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. If I do say I so myself. I don't really have a summer outfit. I have a winter outfit and a diplomatic outfit. And then I have one that just looks like I've been out in the field too long. Um, I have too many, but you know. They keep, they keep adding them, so I just keep creating them. Like, the latest one is a, a Star Trek Picard costume outfit. I was like that's cool. He's like, yeah, I'm having that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know, I've got a riser one, like going like Picard on his riser outfit, and then I've got a winter one where it's like a huge winter jacket, and then it's got a scarf and things. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And Jack- now, on the winter jackets, which ones do you prefer? The short ones that you know look like normal coat, or the ones that look like trench coats? Long red one. That's one I've got. The long red one? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think mine's a short white one. Well, fashion tips for a mass over on the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jamie's gone for a baseball outfit. Just because yeah. he had. He's just yeah. good, you know. Just Yeah, just yeah. so completely random, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, you, um, you, 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 I mean, you played both events, but you quite like the summer event more, don't you, Si? Is that right? I, I love them both. It's just... A lot yeah. of fun. It's just kind of they both spell like I love the winter one because it's just kind of, just kind of. I know. I think we it. need something new for the winter event for getting this stuff. The, the running in the circle just doesn't do it for me anymore. This, this year they, I think they meant that you could. Well, with the anniversary event, you can do it with about four different ways. Okay. So you can do a couple of missions. We can do the um, scanning passkey thingy, magic. But you can also do another couple of um, not missions, but you can do um, 
I could never remember. I think they're called TFOs these days, but they're STFs. Old oh, the task speak. force. Some of those you can get the points for it. And they don't point. They're not points anymore. You do twenty days and you get the ship. So hopefully they will be doing that for this year's Riser and um, Winter Wonderland. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But well, yes, I I do love those events. I do spend many an hour on there. I not as much as I used to, no doubt. Because again, like as you say, Vance, once you've done it for let's say three or four years, you've pretty much done it and you've had your fill. But I still love going on there, and I I I still do the race. Where I go, yeah, I have no intention, uh, attention span, or effort to do any other one. So I just do the running thing. It's just easier said than done. But that's yeah. Me. Yeah, I mean, I, there's lots to do in the winter event, but I mean, to get the the event ship, I think we needed a, some a different thing to do. I think it's just it takes them a while to come up with something that I think it's harder said than done. And on that map, it's so small that I don't know how you could do it. Cause well, they both... can expand the map. They've done that before because that's what they did with the the board uh, snowmen. That's one event I do like doing. That is fun. That one's fun, but you need a lot of people. You can't do it solo. You go and find that big group of um, a snowmen over in the like, top right-hand corner. That's always a good hide before you get oh, like, that, frozen. No, I was actually there. talking about the the uh, the Borg snowmen, where you have to defend a, a certain point to keep them from getting over. The, the snowmen, where they just come to life uh, every half an hour is kind of fun too uh, but i was actually referring to the uh the one where you go off to the um yeah that's back behind enough, the, that's one i don't play basically. that's what i don't play that often because of that that problem at all it's like yeah i can't be happy with that that's too much that's too much time too much effort so i i, I left that long ago just like yeah whatever if you do it you're gonna have fun but not me i do like the running one Occasionally, the fishy one. The fishy one can be fun, especially if you get the really big ones that look like they've <laughs> swallowed your whole body. Yeah. Because you're, you're walking around just... with this fish flopping around yeah. while you walk over. Like... <laughs> yeah, and then there's like, the big one that you have to carry both hands and things. Oh, it's fun. But you no, that one, I would think, is smaller than the one that's trying to eat you. <laughs> it's just funny. It's still fun, yes. Um... But yeah, I have my favourite things, things I don't do at all. I, uh, Jamie will know this so much. I am a bit of an accolade hunter. I really oh, yeah, am. Yeah. My yeah. God, I will go after accolades like no end just to get one small accolade. I will spend like half an hour doing it, like doing ones on Nimbus and New Romulus. New Romulus is fun. Just yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference my game that I was playing when I first started uh, before I came over to Star Trek Online, City of Heroes. Uh, there was a you would fall into a very uh, specific group of people, which we called badge hunters. Uh, which I'll admit I would fell into that group too. Uh, I had almost I had all the explorer badges, all the history badges. I had all but like six kill badges. Uh, because they were event-related, and I just didn't have them. Um, and I was working on getting all of the task force badges. I think I was just missing one, and that task force took two days. 
because it was so flipping long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you just couldn't find a group that could do it in one setting because of the map that half of it was on. If you don't have uh, an ability called fly or something to help you fly, it takes forever to get from one end of the map to the other because if you jump and you miss your target location, you start back over at the beginning. It was a nightmare. Yeah, it's, I do love a good accolade hunt, just kind of, and all the kind of accolade guides out there, and just kind of using them and learning the tricks of that. And I just love, I just find that fun, just something additional to do in there. Um, just, yeah. yeah. Just- because um, I I think I've played quite a lot of the summer event, but did I ever play any of the winter stuff, side? With my no, because I, I don't think I did. You have for probably a couple of days, but not probably enough for you to remember fully. Mm. I think uh, that's probably why. I think summer is a lot more fun, and um, you're probably more around more than you are during the winter. Yeah. I think it's that whole logic to it. Mm. And it, and that's up to the build up to Christmas. Usually when you're not around you're usually down in London or something, so yeah. you're not around to play it. Whereas summer it's a bit more likely. Mm. I think that's why that's that's a thing. But yes, I do Makes spend sense. many an hour on the summer and winter events and going after meaningless accolades for my current character that I have going on. Like at the moment, my current alt, I am still on the hunt, and I've got to wait for next for this year now. I've got to wait for uh, the Klingons doing their um, training on the rock on Riser. I still got to try and get that one, and then that one's complete. But that's that's my current one. Always looking for accolades. Just just that's me. I couldn't tell you how many accolades I... I did find out, uh, I know, first time I did it, I was like, what? I got a new badge? Why did I already have that badge? And then I, <laughs> what it was was the badges uh, upgrade as you until you reach a certain point with them. And I thought that was awesome. I was like, ooh, I never had this before. So, like, with the phaser uh, or with just weapon damage, uh, it's like you have to do so many points to get the initial badge, and then you get, if you do more damage, you get another badge for doing that damage with that particular weapon type, or that damage type. And then I think you can upgrade it like three times before you get the bat, the top badge for it. Yeah, the accolades tend to go on forever. They really do Some of them on. do. <laughs> and then you've got the ones for like the um, history books. And the thing that I find hilarious about that is, so you get them, and then there's some really hard ones, and they cost hundreds of energy credits and you just go yeah that's never gonna happen <laughs> yeah because there's, there's two books there's the Starfleet one and then there's the new Romulus one so <laughs> you have very hard to come by like volumes and you go on the exchange you kind of you know in history of this thing and then you kind of find the hard ones the very difficult ones to get and they're up there for like Hundreds of millions. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're so rare. <clears throat> they're that hard to get. Uh, that's why they're so expensive. They say it's kind of a, 
it really just comes down to a demand versus availability. Um, what else do we go? Because there's so much to talk about. You know. Um, Well, uh, one of the things I brought up before we started recording was um, when the game was first released, it was released under Atari, uh, which contributed to the nickname of Star Trek Offline. Uh, Atari thought that just because it was an MMO and it was being it was released, that it didn't need any further work, uh, and the devs had to fight with the publisher to be able to even release content, uh, which you know we saw kind of oddball names to the patches or the updates. Like one of the last ones under Atari uh, was season four called crossfire the only thing they did was just upgrade the ground combat with uh a revamp really is all it was and it made it easier you got to do your crouch and you can actually do targeting mode and that was all there was to that whole thing pretty much well there's a there were some klingon episodes too but <laughs> it was more of what there wasn't anything really to it to and the devs really had to fight to even get that released. And then uh, Perfect World Entertainment came in and started doing publishing. And that's when we really seen an upswing to the content. Um, they did. They were already working on Season 6 at that time, which gave us the uh, Starbase system, uh, the tier, some of the Tier 5 ships, uh, some event things like the no-win scenario. Um, and we got a whole lot of new stuff that we weren't going to, probably weren't going to ever get under Atari. Um, and after uh, Season 6, that's when we actually started seeing good content coming in. Um there's a lot more regular updates with episodes came out. So you got like Romulus coming up, and then that had a thread to it. Then you had uh, the Dyson Sphere and the Voth, and this thing coming, and then Voyager. Didn't uh, uh, when New Romulus uh, was released, which was the season seven, uh, didn't that also bring about the reputation system? Yeah. Uh, so we uh, that's where we started seeing. Um, where we could get uh, reputation-specific um, rewards for it, so you got special pieces and... of equipment for it. Right. Okay, so that's not my imagination. That's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a lot of this from memory. And... and on that note, I would say that the easiest ones, easiest ones to do are the new Romulus system and Dyson. They are the two easiest ones to get through. Some of the other ones are really hard to get through without an awful lot of help and time. Yeah. Whereas the new Romulus and um, Dyson Sphere are an awful lot easier to get through quickly and to build up enough um, point marks, I should say, marks to be able to get the equipment that you want to get from it. Yeah. That's what I would say uh, after from my experience in the game. Yeah, and the most popular stuff in the reputation system that I'm aware of is the Borg ship uh, components. The three-piece. Yeah, the three-piece. Uh, 
Well, yeah, I, I do. You, I do throw on my Borg engine every now and then. I'm using it for I, earlier talking about um, the Endeavor system. Literally, a couple of hours before we started recording, I did an Endeavor where it was do six six systems in the tour of the galaxy thing. So I did that with a Borg engine shoved on just to try and get around it a bit quicker. So yeah, it's that's an awful lot of fun. We need to go. Yep, I plonk that on there and just fly around for 15 minutes and get shove money and you go all right sure i'll, I'll do that because every planet every system you visit you get is it twenty five thousand um thousand energy credits i think so i thought so, i thought it was um sector is it, a, is it system i thought it was sector um they were just saying you get six systems and you get the reward but you yeah you get 25 per thing and then it I got an accolade, I got a thing part way through it was like you've done nine system here we'll shove more money at you or <laughs> whatever sure so I did the whole of the beta quadrant in that time but you know okay. whatever just I've never been particularly good at it anyhow but you know whatever I just thought for 400 points it's like whatever I'll, I'll do it I can do it it's easier like, like you I will do endeavors if they're easy if it involves effort it's not gonna happen yeah, you know, you know, just just this me because I know there's an awful lot of people out there that do swap their weapons over and take it all very seriously. Nick, no, not me, not this player. <laughs> um, yes. While we're, I guess, while we're on the topic of fighting, uh, what is your favorite? I guess, I, well, my inquiry would be, what would be your favorite enemy group to mm. fight? Tough one, really. Um, Romulans? Are they a bit obvious? Not necessarily, because they brought in... The Romulans were kind of attached to the Alachi and eventually the Iconians. Uh, the Alachi were an interesting group that were attached to the Tal Shiar. Uh, so fighting the Romulans and fighting the Alachi were kind of hand-in-hand. Hand. I thought that one wouldn't really be that obvious. Alachi uh, are the ones that appeared in Enterprise, aren't they, I think? Silent Enemy, if I recall. Yes. Uh, that was... they, they do connect up things, and then you also meet Dalins in Schisms. They really do a good job of filling in details where it's like, who are these people? Oh, the shows will never tell you, whereas this show, yes, we'll tell you. We'll tell you more than you ever wanted, and you'll like it. Yeah, so and that's, that's one cool. of the great things about this is they, uh, if there's something from the show that they think they can expand on, uh, like with schisms, uh, they'll they'll do it. They'll actually spend the time, develop it out, give it story, and you know, once it's released, people are loving it. And uh, we are forgetting about Titan, who appeared in Unification. Going on yeah. to become the leader of New Romulus. You know, it's another really good, strong link to the show. Yeah. Um, yeah kind but of but I think. Voice actors. Um, who was it? I'm trying to think who it was. The. Um, one that died in Voyager. Um, and they brought her back as a, a reincarnated alien. 
for that species. Um, oh, ashes to ashes. Yes. Um, um, that's where we found where we got to uh, Lindsay, basically Lindsay get to see Harry Kim again. Huh? Is it uh, the character that's right, Lindsay Ballard? Yeah. 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 Just trying to figure out how to send you the info file thingy thing. I'm not used to sending things that. This doesn't normally happen. We don't normally have to. We don't use. You don't usually share files. Uh, Kim Rhodes, that was her name. Uh, that was the actor's name, um, which brought back, you know, or are now captain who was previously a forever lieutenant. And which works into, oh, where's Ensign? Oh, it Ensign. Works, uh, works into um, Deadlock as well. Yeah. The alternate Harry. Yeah. Not, not that they were always trying to kill him off or anything. Again, this will come up later in the year. I can tell you it will come up later in the year because we've got another Voyager 25th anniversary episode on that. So I'm sure we will no doubt talk about poor Harry Kim yet again. Yeah. <laughs> poor Harry. Yeah, poor well, Harry. I mean, but you know. at least, yeah, you know, that was, I think that was one of the jokes that they did, um, or they kind of played off the fact that he was an ensign uh, when they were doing the announcement that he was actually going to be in the show or in the game. Uh, voicing Harry Kim again, they gave him some pips for promotion um, at at Vegas, the Vegas convention, uh, when they did that announcement. But you know, the list goes on. Armin Shimman, Andrew Robinson, um, Alexander Siddick, Jeffrey Coombs, Matt Krodenchek, um Jason Isaacs, uh, Mary Wiseman, who got Anthony Rapp. Sneak from Martin Green very recently. Um, obviously, Len Nimoy, you know, Zach Requinto. Yeah. And Nim- if I remember correctly, Nimoy and Chase Masterson were the two original voice uh, voices that they had for the game. I think it would have been Zach Requinto and oh, was it Zachary? Nimoy. Oh, okay. Because he was the MH you meet in the uh, tutorial. Oh, yeah, he was. Okay. And you and then see then Nimoy was... Um, he was added later. He's the one that gives you the guide to the universe, kind of tells you what's what's going on. So you go into a new sector of space and it, you get a very no- lovely introduction by uh, Len Nimoy explaining it all. And it's a very good, I think these days a very good cutscene into the, um, the game. Where yeah, I think of, she was. Um, and then when they added Denise... Uh, Crosby, uh, she did it for the Romulan space. I don't know if uh, Michael Dorn ever did the same thing for the Klingon space, though. Um, I don't know. I do have a Klingon, but I very rarely go on it. Yeah, I didn't play my Klingons very much either. I think I got him to 50, and then it's like, yeah, I'm bored now. I've had enough. I'm much more... I say, my favourite thing... I think we had a discussion earlier, is I love being a Federation. It's always pretty much tactical, although I do have had engineers and scientists. And my usual builds mean that it's an escort, resilient shield, with uh, quantums and antiprotons. If not, I can't. If I can't afford them, it will be tetrons. That's my build. Well, yeah. yeah, I usually theme mine out so i 
unfortunately right now I'm running Polaron because I'm running a on a <laughs> I'm running a brain ship. <laughs> Is that so. one of the uh, Christmas ships? Yeah, it's one of the Christmas ships. Yeah, um, I got the it's a tier six of the Shellgret. I think that's how it's pronounced. Oh yes, I think yes, because I also spoke to Vance about Alien Starships, and that came up as his choice, which I'm sure I'll mention in the next episode as well. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you are. Um, but yes, that's another thing about uh, those types of events. I think I have every single ship they've ever released in those events. I think I have every single one. Um, I wish I could say that, but because of uh, life and things, moving yeah. and limited data access which in this day and age shouldn't be a thing uh i don't get to play as much as i'd like <laughs> so i'm currently working on the anniversary ship which oddly is a klingon like alliance hybrid so it's like a d7 but with a saucer shoved on the front which everyone looks at it and goes oh i don't quite like it then looks take a second look and then go actually it's not that bad really i think that's what jamie did <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, there you go, there you go, Joe. There's the new ship, and he went, oh, and then he looks for a second look and went, eh. <laughs> as everyone does, it slowly grows on you. So you know, yeah, it's one of those things that just kind of grows on you. Well, pretty much only, pretty much, I don't use them. I have hardly ever used them. I always have to come up with the crappiest names ever. So all my Christmas ships are pretty much called USS Christmas and whatever year. Pretty much, that's all they're called. Oh, I actually, I theme out my names depending on, you know, what ship it is. Like, the Breen ships are all named after uh, gods of ice or snow uh, or some winter variation. Uh, my uh, tactical ships are all named after the varying gods of war. Uh, I got bored once with, I got bored with my engineering ships, so I started... Naming naming them after shows that I was watching at the time I got the ship. So I have one that's called Necro Ambulant, uh, which is um, a zombie. So uh, I was watching Walking Dead. Help my, <laughs> my ships tend to be kind of important places that I know. So it's like where I live, where I've been. And usually my main ship usually becomes the USS San Francisco because it's related to a ship that I used to used to see in a game that I always go on about and I'm sure I've bored everyone to death talking about it but I love that game because it's why I love Starships, Star Trek Bridge Commander and they had a ship in there called the USS San Francisco and I've always loved it there you go so yeah I've had that you can talk to Jamie about having backstories and all that sort of thing because Jamie loves doing that yeah I am yeah for, for the ships I've Oh, what I've what I've actually played. I name my ships kind of after favourite characters from different TV shows, so um, like Game of Thrones, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where I've kind of ventured when I'm naming my ships and having us. So, well, I remember the early days where I first got you into it. One of the first times that like, you had a character on my account, he literally spent I think forty minutes giving the person a backstory, giving them <laughs> a biography. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Thank you, Vance. Thank you very much. What is wrong with that side? I just don't get it. Like, who's going to read it? Like, not me, but you know, God, if you do, like, supposedly you were the one that wrote it, so you're not going to read it. But 
uh, people actually like to take the time to read character bios. Uh, I'm not it's a whole little subset of any MMO is you've got your there's two subsets you got your people who will spend the time to write a character bio and then you have your people who enjoy reading about the character bio um, <laughs> the folks over at the GNT show would be under the under fall under both because uh, they like to write and they like to read uh, so if you come up with an interesting story they will actually send you a mail or a message and say that's cool because uh, I've heard them say that they do it so they might not. I haven't listened to the GNT show in a while because I can't download anything anymore. And do you want to know a funny thing that I called a shuttle once? Oh, a shuttle what? I called a shuttle a very funny name, which is very. Jane will get it. I think I've called it um, Shuttle McShuttle Face. <laughs> okay. Jane will know what that's reference to, don't you? Not off the top of my head, but... Boaty McBoatface? No. Oh. Why did I always end up with this person that knows nothing about anything? Back in the day, they were going to launch a uh, research ship. But stupidly... Oh, God. I remembered remembered this now. Uh, They asked for people to vote for names after they were submitted. They'd forgotten the fact they were in, in England. So oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. the fact that they were in yeah. it with a heap of joke names. <laughs> and one, one of them, of them actually won. <laughs> and one of them was Boaty McMoatface, but they called it after um, David Attenborough. But so they called one of their launch craft Boaty McMoatface. And I just thought, you know what? I I have no idea what we're going to call this, so I'm just going to call it Shuttle, Shuttle, Shuttle Face. Because I can. <laughs> no one's going to stop me, so I'm going to. Exactly. I don't know what account that's on. I don't know what character it's on, but there is one on on my account that has that name. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just it's just because it works. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But it doesn't. And this, I've seen some crazy characters over the years. I think I was looking back for some of my old screenshots for a post that I'm probably that I have probably put out by now. And some of them, you sit there going, "Am I really seeing that?" So in some of the really early days, I think I saw Albert Einstein. That would be really hard to do. And I think I saw a thing on my phone news thing that someone has done like a justice team character set thing. I have seen that one. Uh, I don't remember where I seen it, but that's just just how like yeah, incredible. Like again, that's the same people that do biographies and things. It's like I have no idea how you go through all these options going. Yeah, I want that colour, I want that thing. Those settings drive me up the bloody wall. My yeah, god, they I, drive me I just me look nuts. for specific things that I want my character I know what my character I want my character to look like. During the wintertime he's got long hair, during the summertime he's got short hair. Um and occasionally he has a beard, but when he's been on the one that where he's raggedy, he also has a beard because, you know, you don't shave when you're out in the field and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm running around uh, in the raggedy one, it's the the Star Trek Two uh, Monster Marine. Yeah, uh, basically it's Khan's outfit. Because um, everyone's got one of those versions on their account as well, <laughs> right? Well, they gave it away one year. Um, they give everything away at some point in the game. <laughs> yeah, I think they do, but 
Um, the what one outfit I've been wanting to get, I haven't been able to, which was the the Area 51, or not Area 51, Section 31 outfit. I think I ended up buying that one. I finally, um, Loby ships, I finally got a ship I've been off for like forever, because that went on sale, and I which... finally had enough points. Uh, an X-ray fit. Oh, okay. It's a bit random, but you know, he's just going, I want that ship. I thought the NX refit was free. No. Last time I had to check, this wasn't Lobby. Oh, maybe I'll think of a different one. They keep moving them around, I can't keep track of either. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because they say they have so many systems up that you sit there going, what? What's, what? Huh? But yeah, that was on there, and I just went, yeah, I'm having that. I don't care. Like, they've been sat there forever, and it's just like, I want the damn ship if it kills me. And I finally got it and went, yay! And I was like, the stupid reason why I get all these ships, even though I don't use the damn ships, is yeah, for that system. Yeah, my dry dock is even full, too. <laughs> I yeah, love it for the... full shipyard of ships, and I've got a, uh, a full sh dry dock, and I can't get no more ships. Because <laughs> of the Admiralty system. And then recently they updated that, and you go, hey, here's another he heap of ships. And it's like, oh my god, like my main account, I have no idea how many ships I've got in that that I could use. You know, like one time only, I'm up to about like 150 ships. Yeah. With like no missions to do it on, because it's like... I, yeah, I it's just be, like one of those things like... you just kind of go back through and replay everything from the beginning that you can replay, and then once you get to the end, hope that you get to uh, the the tier six or the tier five so you can unlock the ship thing <laughs> i am a bit wacky though i am still on a tier five ship on my main character i'm on uh i swear i get confused i'm in a griffin escort but i have the mirror universe colors but it's not a mirror universe ship because i hated that ship so it's the normal one but with that color scheme okay just because I'm confused like that. Just because. Uh, oh, speaking I... of ship in the mirror universe, uh, they did a giveaway uh, based off of a donation for a charity event. Oh, is that uh, the pink vanity shield? No. No. <laughs> no, this was a ship. <laughs> it was the uh, it was the um, the Enterprise uh, E, I think it was. No, not E. Was oh, it e? yes, the. Uh, um, the new, the current Enterprise, but the Mirror Universe form version uh, that they have in game. Uh, crazy boy was. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember what it was. But I, a, I actually mean? went out of my way and actually donated for that because I really wanted that ship. Uh, it was only like 20 bucks to donate, and it wasn't that much. It was a good cause. Uh, it was one of the, I want to say it was a cancer research thing. Or oh, it might have been right. Chase Master. It would, no, it was one of Chase Masterson's. That was uh, hero, hero, um, hero, 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 um, what's the word I can't say? Uh, hero. Ow, my mind's gone blank. See, it's not just me. <laughs> it happens when you're trying to, trying to do a show. You, you end the recording, and then an hour later you go, oh, yeah, that was the thing I was trying to say. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah, I'm recording. looking it up. 
If Gin's hero, and then there's another word. It begins with C. C C C C C C O A L. Uh, Pop Culture Hero Coalition. That would be it. That was the one. Congratulations, Jaime. You got half of it. (laughs) (laughs) But no wonder. It's for uh, a stand against bullying, which, you know, when I was uh, in school, I kind of got bullied, too. So I kind of I I like the the concept behind it. Uh, But it doesn't. I don't think it really works this, the way they want it to because bullying is going to happen, and the only way to really stop it is for the people who are being bullied uh, would be to stand up for themselves, which is what I had to do. And that's how that ended. But no wonder we're struggling trying to work out what ships are from where when there, as it said in the info graph from this year there are 615 different ships oh my god yeah you know how hard it is to find one specific ship <laughs> so, Matt, over 600 definitely not needle in a haystack so yeah that that takes forever and we also i think we we're saying before we were going there's also 29.7 million tribbles out there yeah but there's not that many variations of the tribbles there's like 12 variations of the same tribbles tell me that in my bank <laughs> you, need to, you need to look in my bank. Jamie will tell you I do have a good amount of triples yeah, in my bank. Yeah, well, does. I have, I have the important triples that give out like the lithium and marks and stuff. But um... I have, I have <coughs> some of those, but I do have lots of different variants. Where you go, that's a cool one. They bred off different thingy things. But yes, yeah, I have like, an awful lot of like them. Like the the ones for the winter event to avoid being frozen. Um, you... Yeah, there's unusually with that. I think there's two it's, uh, for that. It's like a candy there's... stripe shrivel. Yeah, there's two for that, and there's two for the um, summer event, unusually. Which I really don't get, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm, trying to... <laughs> I'm actually still looking for the name of the ship that I got. Sorry. Because <laughs> I know there's a list of ships somewhere. Cross faction, there it is. Pretty sure it's a battle cruiser. <laughs> We're trying to help, I think. Um, let's have a look. Let's see if we can find it. Oh, is that it? Uh, oh, hello. Hello. Uh, would it be Mirror Guardian Cruiser? Yes, that would be it. Not that I've... There we go. Let, let me send you the details. So this <laughs> this one's been an awful lot of... Do you remember when this thing happens and us getting complete wrong end of the stick? There we go. There's that. that. <laughs> yeah, how come yours looks different than mine? Huh? Well, you just posted the picture of the the infograph. Yours looks different than mine. That's from this year. I know, but it looks different than mine. Mine's <laughs> vertical. Yours is horizontal. I think I nabbed it from Twitter or Facebook or one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I noticed 
uh, on the infograph that the number of accounts are leaning more towards now more than half the players on it are on Xbox and PS4. Not that they're happy, but yes. <laughs> you look at the comments every single update, it's kind of, when's this happening to console? When's this happening to console? Because I find the comments hilarious. It's just like, us, us PC players is like, yeah, whatever. We're quite happy. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, the, <laughs> aren't they like three months behind on patches? I, I, I don't know, but it makes me sad. It makes me like... It is a little bit sad, yeah. Well, as you said to me, Sai, it's easier to update for PC than it is for consoles, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as, as I said to James. Yeah, I... because they have to send it in to Xbox and Sony, or Microsoft and Sony, to be approved before they can release it. And right. if there is something wrong, they send it back with detailed notes saying, this can't work this way. <coughs> On PC, they just go ahead and add, to, add more bugs. No, oh, yeah, because and you know, books can be them. fixed on PC faster than they can be on Xbox and PS4. Yeah. But yeah, oh, I'd love that game. It's a fun game. It is. Do you know if anybody has an archive of the old infographs? Who do you think might do that? I would hope hey. Wiki, but... Oh, you do? You have the... I have some, yeah, I have some. What's your earliest one? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie well knows I collect. I'm a bit of a magpie these days, so I collect loads of tur. And I have a complete picture folder full of stuff for Star Trek Online. What's this one? Where's that from? Who in sake? Where's that one from? 2016, apparently. Okay. Which isn't that old, but you know. Oh, 2015. I think maybe, oh, I don't know. They, they haven't got any dates on it. Delta Rising is that one. Let's see this one. Three-year oh. anniversary. Oh, I do see that one. Let's go ahead and talk about that. The differences in those between what we got now. Oh, that's, that, oh that one's a console accolade. Oh, that's interesting. 1.1 million in command at that point in the game. Oh, and then you got fleet systems. Well, I'm part of a fleet, strangely. Yeah, I'm in a fleet too, but I'm not active. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fleets are a bit of an odd where you just sit going, is there anything ever happening? And I was part of a fleet in the early days of I was, Star Trek yeah, Online. I was part of an active fleet when I was active, and then they stopped playing, I kept playing, and then I eventually lost interest, and I guess I stopped playing because, you know, I, it just had to, I had to move. I just did. Well, it, was uh, a, it was a weird situation. A really early days of it, like you're talking like year one. Yeah. Where there's no way you could do anything as a fleet because there's no fleet mechanics in there at all. Yet I yeah. was part of one and you're just going, how does that work? And oh my God, they took it all very seriously. Yeah. They there did. was tasks and things and oh, it's, yeah. I am, I say, I am part one, I am a founding member of one, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, year, year, one of the big differences that I can see that, well, that they're still keeping track of uh, is the number of people who are celebrity or game Star Trek actors who have been featured in the game from year three to 
year 10, there were four people. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, Zachary Quinto, Denise Crosby, and Chase Masterson. That was it in year three. <coughs> and that only went to, uh, six a year later. Uh, yeah, it would Nimoy, have been... Zachary Quinto, Chase Masterson, Denise Crosby, Michael Dawn, and Tim Russ. Yeah, uh, that was about the time that there was the change from, uh, or at least I'm pretty sure, uh, change from Atari over to Perfect World. And that's where we started seeing an increase in uh, what we had, or what was going on. And we started seeing an increase in actors and everything. Um, the number of tribbles uh, at that time were $4 billion. To the what, 29 billion that are now there. They haven't multiplied as fast as I thought they would. No, but you do have um, cannibal tribbles. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite tribble. Uh, the cannibal tribble. Because I just put it in there and I end up with a bunch of tribble carcasses that I can make money off of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have two on my main account and I think I do buy one for every new character. I think I might have given one to Jame as well. They're, yeah. they're a bit of a must-have. I think that'd be quite cool if you if you could come up with a kind of must-haves for Star Trek characters and things like that. I think it'd be quite cool. Kind of Carnival Tribble. Yeah, Carnival Tribble would be something that you need to keep in your inventory at all times. They um, are, um, um, DS9 rifle, definitely. That thing's a lifesaver. It is, especially when you're fighting the board, because it ignores shields, and they can't augment to prevent you from hitting them. And you don't need one of those blasted um, automatic remodulator. Re uh, there you go, I don't need one of yeah. those things. Those things get annoying very quickly. Um, yes. We both said, I think, before we got going, the black hole uh, console, no, kit module from Riser, because we both love that. Yeah. That thing's awesome. Yes, got to have it. Um, what else? What else would we say? Because this is really on the fly, we. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, we've talked quantums. about so much. I'd say quantums. I love quantums. Yeah. They're the best, they're the best ones on there. Without a doubt. Well, the quantum torpedoes were the, the latest and greatest uh, in the show. Um uh, I can't. I can't stand mines. Mines are just <laughs> the only mines that I like are the Tracks torpedo one. mines. Yeah, the track that come with the tractors, um, and then you got to hope that you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't hit it, they're just kind of floating out there in space. You got to circle them back around and hope they chase <laughs> you for them to get caught in it. Uh, let's see what else is there. So, what's your ultimate ship then? Um. I don't know. I'm kind of somewhere between the the Shellgret and the the Manticore. Mm, yeah, you can't really go with an escort, but it's it's quite cool playing as a engineer or a, a science player. It is quite different from tactical. Well, yeah, I have a I have a character for each class, but the hard thing is is I got to be in the middle of the fight. I can't. I have trouble, you know, just standing back and doing support. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. They 
do take an awful lot longer to do anything with the other two. Like, turning in cruisers. Oh my god, that just takes forever. That really does take forever. That's and why you go full speed and then turn as you turn it off. And then it's actually, I find it turns a lot faster that way. Um, science is cool where you get all the kind of gravity wells and stuff. That's awesome. That's fun to play, but you get blown up more times than you can count. Yeah, if you, you know, science, I've, science is so hard to do solo. Uh, I've done, I can do it, but it's a very slow and drawn out process. And I, it just drives me absolutely crazy. So, yeah, you tend to find everyone's like tactical. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody's game's tactical, right? I remember, you, I remember when I said Simon when I was going to first play, and he always said start with tactical. It's like the easiest one. I mean, I don't it think just, I'm even. You a... just can't go wrong with it. You yeah. really can't go wrong with it. Just kind of big guns and just try not to die too much. Yeah. I think. Just, yeah. That, that's what I would say for that. It's just kind of just go into it tactical um, and just shove it on blowing stuff up and defense. Pretty yeah. much. And. Jane, we all know this. I much prefer space to ground. I can't stand ground. I'm crap yeah. with it. I'm yeah, much I, better at space. I prefer ground, personally. What I have played, I prefer ground combat, don't I? I struggle I just, with space. I just stand there on um, um, the, on the ground. I just stand there and just kind of shoot at them. <laughs> Whereas Jamie kind of moves around a bit. I don't. I love space because, as I say, going back to Bridge Commander, that's where my origins are. So I'm very good at space. Like, well, that's... space is kind of where most of us are, feel more comfortable, I think, because it's easier to get around and there's not as many restrictions um, where on the ground you're limited to where you can go and the, you, you literally run into a wall if you go somewhere you're not supposed to go. Um, Have you got a favorite mission? Hmm. Favorite mission? Uh, there's so many missions to choose from. <laughs> I have just one favorite. Um, oh, have you got a, a few that you like? You I think. Well, if I had to pick a first favorite, it would be where we actually get to see the Iconians for the first time. Um. We don't we don't interact with them. We see them from a cloaked perspective where they're trying after we fought off some of their minions. Uh, um, isn't that with Aaron Eisenberg? Something yes. Time. Isn't it that one? I think so. uh, no. That's a later mission where we actually interact with them and they find out that you're their messiah that they've been waiting for for all these millions of years that just disappeared with some orb that you had a hold of mysteriously that you picked up on the way out of a portal <laughs> while you were trying to save them. Um, I think that was a later episode where we actually got to interact with them and uh, before they went all evil and whatnot. <laughs> um, I think one of my favorites is... Um... Briar Patch episode, one of the early ones. Um, which one is that called? There is actually one called Briar Patch. Or was. 
They've also removed some missions because they just didn't fit with the story anymore. Yeah, the remaster stuff and... They've done lots of things as a game. It's, like it's 10 years old, so... Yeah. And some of it's had to be taken out and uh, so new stuff can be re replaced it and make the storyline go better. Um, what was that? Yeah, Delta Flags. Jane, what about you? Have you got any like, moments or memories or missions that spring to mind for you? Um, I think I vaguely recall. I think I really enjoyed the uh, the Doomsday one. That was oh, uh, that yeah. was a really good one. I remember that one. I... Yeah, that was a callback to the original series. That was a good one. Yeah, honest to that for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a moment. Oh, God. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, it's been so flipping long. Um, and again, I suppose, really, just, again, I can't remember any specific, but just more those missions that were kind of more ground-based, I suppose. Although, you know, to be fair, I have improved. I did, compared to how I started, I did, I did, I did, I was absolutely awful. When I first started with space, I was just I was hopeless, wasn't I? So you could never get the contempt of the three D environment. It's one thing yeah. I struggled with. Yeah, but I, I improved. I did improve. Um, um, I'm just trying. Time to... in a bottle. Sorry, don't mean to interrupt. Uh, time in a bottle was okay. one where we first got to see the Iconians. <clears throat> um, or at least I'm pretty sure that was it. Sounds about right. Sounds right, right time period that I can think of. Because again, they're always a, like folklore, but we'd never really seen them, and it was quite cool seeing them, like present day. But then there's that mission where you go back in time and try and help them. Right, which I think that one was a couple episodes later, um, for Butterfly Effect. Yeah, yeah, because it was the start of that story thread, and then that was the um, end of it. Yeah. Um, or was that Midnight? That was the last one. <laughs> midnight was the last one, but... Uh, they all mowed into one. That's the problem with it all. But they're just so good that... You know, when in this time where there was no track on screen, you at least had it online oh, yeah. where it added to it. And you could go in there and there was... You know, you could hear your favourite characters, you know, carry on their favourite characters and building to the lore. Yes, it's still soft canon, but at least that's better than nothing. And at least at the moment, there is a slim chance that something from Star Trek Online might be becoming actual canon for once. Well, see, I'd heard that a long time ago, but it was... It was, as you said, it was the only Star Trek available that was coming out with new content. Um, and they were really expanding on what was already there, tying up some loose ends and things of that nature. So, yeah, I, th I would love to see it become actual canon because then that would mean that 
the Lokiri, which is one of the new species that we got to have uh, introduced, would be um, become canon characters. Because I think the only chance we're going to get is Dodyssey class in Picard, because in the Countdown comics, he commands USS Rarity, which is an Odyssey class, same as Enterprise F. So that's the only real way we're going to get it, but fingers crossed that may actually happen. Still something, isn't it? Better than nothing. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen in the next number of episodes? Who knows? Because so far, we haven't seen it. Yeah. But that would be cool. That would be an amazing way of kind of celebrating its long longevity that it's had. Yeah. And actually adding on to the lineage of the Enterprise. That would be great. I'd like like that. I think I think that'd be so cool if we could, if you know you could actually see like a proper CGI model of it rather than like the the model we have in the game a proper all you know all the money thrown at it to have it seen you know seen it in reality see it on see it screen. on the show yeah on screen that, too. that would be amazing i think that would be awesome i think but it's just whether whether there's an arrangement that we just don't know about i say i think they're still keeping something hush hush but i don't know what that is but who knows it could be the verity yeah that would be a very nice tidbit yeah, because isn't um, Picard's taking place still before uh, what's going on currently in uh, Star Trek Online? Isn't it? Or is it... Uh, it, it uh, it's set... I think it's set like 10 years before. So it's like, I think it's like 2399, kind of like the end of the 24th century. Okay. About that, bad about that time. And then it shows twenty four oh nine to twenty four ten. Yeah, I remember what. Oh, I remember that they finally rolled it over to twenty four ten, and there's been no mention of when it's going to roll over to twenty four eleven. And that took forever. To say, to, just to get the, the next century, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just to roll over one year. I think it was uh, we were at um, the war with the Naku. Uh, yesterday's war, sometime during that, wasn't that when we rolled over into twenty four ten? Sure. <laughs> You're like I don't know, maybe. <laughs> don't want to say for sure, just in case we're wrong. <laughs> I've been there the whole time, but I don't know. I. There's been so much information, and you just got, I don't know, it happened sometime. Um, it did happen, yeah. Well, I was trying to nail down but, so we could tell you, okay, this is when we expect to roll over to the next one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember when we rolled over to 2410. Because <laughs> um, that was actually a big deal when it happened, and then nobody even brought up when we're going to roll over to the next year again. Everybody was all happy that we finally rolled over to 2410 out of 2409. We finally finished out a decade, but well, I kind of want to look forward to my next uh, year rollover, but 
Well, it'll probably be another five years' time before we're on next one being wasted on this one. So I don't yeah. think it's going to come anytime soon. I think, in some, unfortunately, I think they are slowing down in terms of episode releases. So it's going to be a while. It's going to be a long, long while before we even see any whiff of that happening. And I'm just waiting for the Picard-related episodes to come up and. Oh, by God, the Picard lockboxes, because, oh, God, that's another story. And another thing everyone hates. Yeah, lockboxes. Uh, the vein and, of everyone's existence. Yeah, well, I mean, the microtransactions is kind of how they're paying for development now. Yeah. Which, yeah. that's more on Perfect World than on Cryptic. But it's, I would be amazed to see how they fit Picard into this story. And I think that would be incredibly interesting to see how they do it. And who they manage to um, have as a voiceover actress. I think, oh, actor. I think it would be quite cool if they could get um, Daj's um, sister. Mm. Saji? Saj? Yeah, that's right. I yeah. think she would be the one I think I'd love to get on. Or... Hugh, I think that would be another cool one to... Didn't they already have Hugh in the game? I did think that when I was saying it, but I don't know. I was pretty certain that he was one of the voice actors for the current release. Well, the current one, it's Sneaker Martin Green is the current one. And she's alongside um, Jerry Ryan. Okay. Um, but I thought they already had Hugh. No, it wasn't Hugh that I was thinking of. I was thinking of the... The Jimadar that... Um, Odo had helped raise. That was who I was thinking. Oh, I thought we had Hugh in there. I guess he hasn't been in yet. Okay. Maybe they'll bring him over at some point with Star Trek Picard. Who knows? Um, is there anything else, anyone else, anyone would like to talk of? Because I've lost track what we have and haven't talked spoken about. But... <laughs> yeah, it's... But this is what happened in the original episode we attempted, and we did get very confused. But I think we've <laughs> we have celebrated back. it that it's done incredibly well for a game of its age, and it's come on leaps and bounds. Oh, and yeah. There's more systems than you've got fingers that we can't talk about them all. And oh yeah, and you know when you talk about all the systems that they've added, <laughs> you know they've taken away those systems and replaced them with something else that they tried to uh, reduce the number of uh, systems that they have to try to make it easier. And then they ended up with expanding on it again and we're right back to square one. (laughs) It's, you know, it's just incredible just kind of where it was and where it is today. And just, Oh yeah. Phil said to me at the time, just kind of, Oh yeah, this is going to, this is going to go crazy, Si. This is going to go nuts. And he was right. And you look at it today, yeah. and you look at that old game where it's kind of 
a very small, tiny, tiddly little map, and you look at it today, and there's oh, no, things going like, here, there, and everywhere. I, it's like, I literally remember looking at it. It's like it was just literally Alpha Quadrant, just a small little bit, and that was it. And I think they might have, they might have done, I think it was it, Klingon bits, but they, you couldn't even go there at the time. And just how much is expanded now? It's just crazy. It's just, yeah. yeah. Um, and used to you, you know, in addition to not going to the Klingon space, uh, you had to transition maps, uh, instead of you know transitioning from alpha to beta like you do now. You just kind of fly over there. You had to get permission to transport <laughs> over to the beta quadrant. Yeah, there was an awful lot more of them. They really yeah. have simplified them these days because, yes, I, you had to do it like for pretty much going from like, individual sectors. An awful lot more. It was very much compartmentalized. Whereas these days, it's an awful lot. Here's the beta quadrant, here's the alpha quadrant. Rather than before, it used to be kind of like Alpha Quadrant North, Alpha Quadrant South. And it's like. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. They've made a the, lot of improvements that made it easier to get around. Yes, you don't have uh, chat filled up with, how do I get here? How do I get there? Because I yeah. used to have that in the good old days where it's like, yeah, well, you have to go to that place, then you can go to that place. Oh. Whereas these yeah. days, it's an awful lot easier and. Yeah. It's not not too many questions of that type anymore, and I st I say I love the like folklore of Star Trek Online and the community where it's kind of they say it in the infograph, you know, like where's Kerland and all that sort of thing, which you wouldn't get unless you played it from the very right. beginning. How many times has he showed up? And you're like, if you really stop and think about it, he was the first time you meet Kirk uh, Kirkland. Uh, is on DS9. Uh, Which the question is, you know, where's Curlin? Because it's kind of, you have to, I think everyone's trying to find him, so they then made it an in-joke. Right. I mean, after they removed him from DS9 and moved him to the Enterprise, it was, that. that's where the joke started. It's kind of like, uh, where's Sulu uh, at the <laughs> talk to Q? It's, oh, it's just funny times oh I know that's always made me laugh one of the very early days in uh, Q's Winter Wonderlands they were giving out um, Nanoblade um, Batless and um, other things and the guy you got it from and you can look this up go and google it because it's so hilarious was like a Star Trek Yoda it was like a really weird fringy that just looked like Yoda. It's just <laughs> like the randomest thing ever. I think I do have a picture of it somewhere, and you just go, "That's just hilarious." Or it's like, "Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna make it a bit like Star Wars, but not really." So you'd have to go around, kind of around the race course, and there was this hut thing, and then just outside there was like Star Trek Yoda, and you just kind of buy a thing from him. And they were just giving them away free. It was one of the really first things, and that's always stuck with me. We used to go, oh, I see you, you know, Star Trek Online. I see what you're up to. Just, you know, an awful lot of silly things I've done over the years where you just go, oh, you cheeky scamps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, is there anything else that we wanted to talk about then? Oh, I mean, there's so, so much more we yeah. could talk about. It's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we've talked about the events a couple times. We've yeah. kind of circled back around to the winter event because, you know, that's the one that probably most recently ended. Uh, oh, we've got the anniversary wanna, event going now. Do you want to know one of the silly um, duffs I've got? Because, you know, every now and then you get a really stupid duff name. I've got a really good one. My one of mine's called Tit. <laughs> <laughs> just, just cause, yeah. So there's some really stupid things in the game, and you just go, oh, <coughs> just because it's an automated system. Here's a stupid doff name, and oh, just yeah. It, I just thought that that'd be funny to mention, but it is true. I do have one called Tit. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, as you said, all this kind of information, I think most of it you can probably find on, was it Memory Alpha Size, isn't that right? Uh, it's scattered here, there and everywhere, but good yeah. luck trying to fit it all together because there's so yeah. much out there. Actually, yeah. most of it you can find on uh, sto.gamepedia.com. Yeah, is another one that you can look at, yeah, and there's an awful lot on there. And they try to keep guides. theirs pretty well up to date. You heard it here first, and I would definitely recommend it as well because it's a it's a good source um i think again it's you have a good people on there that keep it up to date although as i learned in early days of starship online it's almost impossible to do that because i early days of starship online i did try and get every whenever they put anything up on their website i used to try and get all the pictures from it but as you can imagine i gave that up quite long ago (laughs) Because yeah, there's way, way, way too many. Yeah. But for a good two or three years, I did do that. For some reason. <laughs> Even I don't know why, but I did. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's it's just such a fun game to get involved with. And there's lots of odd bits where you just... And, you know, there's lots of things that... If you've not played it, you won't know. But if you've known long enough, you'll get all the little in-jokes in there and the tricks of the trade you can do. And Like, I remember in the early days of... Oh, what was that system called? Cause that, it's now under DOFs, but uh, Diplomacy. Oh, and you can still do that too. Um, but diplomacy was harder to do before the DOS system. Yes, yes. Uh, but the DOS system made it easier, but that was still takes forever to get uh, ambassador. Uh, I think it took me the better part of two years running the DOS system. Yeah. Uh, diplomacy missions only uh, to get that to ambassador, to unlock my ambassador uh costume yeah and mine proudly wears it most of the year uh mine does it anytime i think i'm going to do something ambassador-ish <laughs> otherwise he's, <laughs> he's wearing something else because the advantage of that is you get transferabilities to different parts of space depending on what level you get up to so that was and the, the, the with that one you always got uh deep space nine was the final one so it was a bit of a kind of 
cool thing to get. It was like, yes, I've done it. I can finally go there without any questions. And that helps with gameplay, whether you're doing, like, at the moment, the anniversary event, you've got past cool thing. And it goes, go here, go there, go there. And these days, I just transwarp to Deep Space Nine and don't even think about it. Whereas on poor old Jamie's character, who's not really done much on the diplomatic system, you have to drive there. And oh my god, that, <laughs> in comparison, that takes forever. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Although, not, there is a bit of work around with it, I have discovered. Because you do ha now have transmobilities to uh, Deferra. Oh, really? Which is only... Yeah, which I thought that transwarpability was unlocked through the... Uh, it's it's one of the missions, Star isn't it? It's like one of those. It's either a mission or... Let's see, I was thinking that that was unlocked with the fleet system. Or do they unlock a different location over near there? Don't know. That's one of my blind spots. Yeah. Um, but then you just drive from Deferi to um, um, yes, nine. Place nine. Yeah. So yeah, that was very hard to do in the days, and the missions that they used to be for that, because some of those were, some of them were very interesting. Like, do you remember the ones for? Um, because no one ever goes there anymore. But it used to be a big thing. Memory Alpha. Uh, and, yeah, you, know, you used to go there because you had to go there for crafting. For crafting, yeah, before they moved that on to um, here, there, and everywhere. And then they had yeah. the submissions there where it was like you had to help the Frangi there. And I, do you remember where you had to buy someone a a suite, like a twist? And you give it to them, and then they go, there you go, here's some diplomacy points. And you're going, what? Is that it? Really? Are you kidding me? So you'd, you'd buy it, mm -hmm. and then you'd just bring it to that person. It's like, well, that was easy. That's some more points for me to get. Yeah, I remember. That was, like, the most disappointing <laughs> one uh, with getting the most points, too. But that was kind of one of the most disappointing ones that they discontinued. I think one of my favourite ones that is still going is the one in Bajor, on the Bajor system, where you have to clear the Kardashian of being a changeling. That's one of the coolest ones ever. Yeah, and that one's still hard to do, but I thought that it's was... It's still hard to do, but there are a few uh, walkarounds that do help. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you word for it. I never did that one successfully uh, my teammates always passed that one for us because if it were up to me we would have washed everybody <laughs> we well, washed every time well next time you attempt it go and find a walkthrough and that will make your life an awful lot easier okay uh, most of them is just open every menu in, uh, available and then the only hard bit with that mission is the fiddling with that bit of tech there's one thing that you just don't do if you do it, you're screwed. If you don't do it, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I, I don't want to get it wrong on air because knowing my luck, I would choose the wrong choice and I probably would. You'd message you, me one day going, oh, I did that and I lost again. Thanks for that, Simon. So I'm not going <laughs> to say you anything because that would yeah. happen. I would, I, I would get a message going, I did that. I spent 20 <laughs> minutes doing it. I did, I did all right with that one. I did this thing. You told me that thing. You got it wrong. It was actually the other thing that you thought it wasn't. So I'm not going to say what I think no. it is because it, it probably won't be. But I'll say, look up, look up for a walkthrough and you should be fine. Because that's what I've done recently and it was fine. Because 
again, I, I do that and I've gone, what is it again? What am I not meant to do? So, yeah, I, I looked at walkthrough. Because, again, everyone does that where you go, oh, is that yeah. one? Is it not that one? I can't remember. I'm going to press that one. And then you have to start from the word go. And that that mission, on its own, does take for freaking ever. Because you do have to talk to... If you have two different people, two different Kardashians, then you have to look at uh, the library computer for five billion different documents. Then there's another thing that you have to look at has the evidence which you then have to poke continuously so it does take forever so getting that one thing wrong is just like oh my god like why have you done this to me Simon so I'm not going to go there (laughs) that's fine it might be a little bit before I can get back in there we're talking about getting a, a place in the city just so we can go visit on the weekends to do all of our unlimited internet access stuff (laughs) Which for me would be gaming. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you what I think it is with that one because I say I can't imagine getting messaged in like six months' time going, yep, you got that wrong, Simon. Well done. <laughs> so I'm not going to say it's. I say, any other one over we go, yeah, it's that thing. Just not that one because that one's a pain. That one is a pain, but I do miss the early days of going around Starstruck Online and these old missions that aren't there anymore the history that only like testers and or you know before the missions that were there before they just removed them to make the story more streamlined i still love it on riser they still have old school riser as an option they do yes which is why well because some people don't want to go there for the event they want to go there just uh well, you can go during the out year, but there's the old one where it's like, here's a beach. Okay, um, it's, it's a beach. Whereas the other one's quite cool because it's got... I, I say, I'm very happy on the new one with, like, dancing instructors and um, birdie things and um, hoverboards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the hoverboard... Is it hoverboards that's racing around the water or is that surfing? It's, it's hovery boardy thing kind of things, but I don't think they're called hoverboards. But that's because I they, have the Back to Future one as well. Yeah, I actually yeah. logged in specifically for that one one time. <laughs> I think uh, that was uh, Back to the Future Day, back in I think twenty fifteen. Was it twenty fifteen? Because I think that might be one there. I think Jamie did a thing for it, a blog for it, and I helped him. <laughs> Too much has happened that we can't. That was twenty. It. Yeah, it was twenty fifteen. Yeah, October twenty first. I knew something for once. <laughs> Without looking it up. I had to look it up to make sure. So yeah, that, I just love that one, but I do find it interesting that they still have that one where there's whereas, well, that's the thing. Even in the Foundry, which. Uh, R.I.P. by the way, because not that I ever used it, not, not that I ever created anything with it, but I played it, you know, rest in peace, because, you know, they still had the old um, the Foundry authors. Maps. Yeah, the Foundry authors were awesome. Uh, they actually, anytime that they got news, there was news that a mission was going to be removed, 
the foundry authors would jump in and try to recreate the mission that was being removed to the best of their ability. Um, and some of them succeeded and some of them, they just couldn't get it to work uh, with what they had available. <clears throat> There's, there were a couple of podcasts specifically for the foundry uh, before it was removed. I used to love a, I think it was a YouTube channel called Stoked. That was one I always watched. And one of their presenters went on to become um, a dev. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah. It's always nice when players get to move on and become developers. But, yeah, it's just an incredible game. And, again, we, we've already been at this for how long? I dread to think. Mm -hmm. Probably an hour and a half, too. Uh, yeah. We're approaching two hours. <laughs> wow. And it doesn't feel like we've been talking about it that long. It really doesn't. It's, you know, it's just such a cool game. And if you haven't played it, I would recommend playing it as soon as you can. Because even non-players like Jamie loves it. And, you know, it's it's just such a cool game that... And there's a lot of, there's a lot of history there. In, I think any Star Trek fan would enjoy this. Um, it's just a matter of trying to figure out what, what you want to do. Do you want to be Federation, Romulan, um, Klingon? I think you can play Cardassians now, I understand. Uh, Jemadar. Jemadar, okay. Jemadar, yeah. Uh, which is cool. And then they've all got their own different identities, which is cool. So I love the Romulan ones because you got the quantum, um, quantum singularity and they, that, their ships have their own special abilities, which yeah. is awesome to play with, where it's kind of shockwaves and... Yeah, oh, speaking of the Romulans, when they released um, New Romulus, um, they also gave the Klingons full content, playable content from level one to uh, max level, where before you would pick up at, like, level 30 and play up to max level. So that was also, I think, something that improved on the game as well. And I'm pretty sure... Do you? I haven't got to play the Jemadar. Do you play from level one, or do you start at a predetermined level? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking questions you don't have answers for, aren't I? Um, yes. Um... <laughs> I'm just trying to remember, but that's failing me. Um, I think it's something like 10 levels, I think. But don't quote me on it, although you will. I think no, I look it up. It's something quite short. It's not very long. It's cool, but there's not loads on it, okay. I think. I, I don't know. Again, <laughs> that's my... I've played it occasionally, got it to where I wanted it to, and going, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Literally, there's about three different characters that I kind of care about, and then the rest of them kind of fall on the wayside. Yeah, I get that. I completely understand that, actually. I think there's one really good character, which is my main, which is just called me, because, you know, vanity. Um, and then there's a few other roles, but I've got current one that's a Discovery 1. 
And Jamie's one is a original series character. Oh, and that's something else that we didn't even get to touch on was the different characters that they gave us the option to make from the different timelines. Because uh, we, we got to do the um, the original series stuff. Um, there was a... What was the other one that we did? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a... They did special events for them uh, for you to create them and do different things with them. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there was the the original series ones. There was one other one. I can't remember what it was. Well, they were, a... um, um, like the holodeck characters, aren't they? Aren't they like buffs? No, buffs, buffs. I mean buffs. Aren't they that you can use? Yeah, there's well, there's also a, a doff and a boff. Uh, that's hologram. There are actually several DOFs that are holograms, but there's three uh, BOFs that are holograms. There's Doctor, uh, Hologram Lita. There's one other one. Um, Something like Chekhov or someone, because I think they've been promoted recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got quiet. <laughs> um, I don't know who it would be, so I don't, I don't know. If you don't know Sardin, I'm definitely not going to know. <laughs> the problem is there's been so many of them that it's like, I know. Yeah, yeah there have been a lot of... A lot. Of, there's a lot of buffs in the, to choose from to begin with. Uh, the only two that come to mind right off the top of my head is the Doctor and Hologram Lita, which was Mirror Universe Lita, uh, which they... The Mirror Universe leader was a um, Star Trek Las Vegas uh, convention code ones, which I got from the GNT show. They were, they had some a surplus of them uh, a couple years ago when that was released. Uh, there's been so much. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's just amazing just how much you can do in it. It is, and yeah. it's just one of those things you just got to check it out. Oh, definitely. As you said, I mean, I I need to play it more. Really, I wish I could do. You know, it's just timing, and I would get it for my game console. But I've just got so many other games I want to play for at the moment. It's just not enough hours in the day. <laughs> so. But um, yeah. So um, yeah. <laughs> Are you calling it a day, Jerry? No, I'm just wondering if there's anything else you guys what we got to talk about. That was all. So we've covered quite a bit, but <laughs> we um, well, we could cover. I would say we could cover everything, but I think we'll be here till till 
all night otherwise. <laughs> yeah, and I do have to take my doggy back to the, the vet in the morning. Uh, his second stroke has left him unstable for on his feet, so um, he's, he may not make it, so that's unfortunate. Oh, God. He's, he's going on 14, so he's not had a short life. Um, in the terms of, you know, for a dog, you know, 14 years is a long time, but I've only had, uh, interactions with him for the last five and he's just lovable. There's, you know, I don't have any other way to describe him, but that's, that's not Star Trek related. Um, Sorry about that. That's all right. (laughs) Is that your phone? That was. It was uh, my mother-in-law calling me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we, so that sometimes happens with us, doesn't it? So we do an episode of Final Ring or whatever, on it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I think I probably need to wrap up with you guys. And then no, not her problem, back. That's not. I a think problem. we've definitely covered. We covered a lot, game, and yeah, I wish yeah. we could cover more, but. There's okay. just so much to cover that, uh, yeah, like Danny said, we'd be here all night. Maybe it's something we can revisit in the future, but yeah, I don't know. No, absolutely. Let's see why not. I mean, you know, I said it's, I think considering, I think we've actually done a pretty good job of covering what we have, actually. Like I say, I think yeah. we did a better job than we did in 2013. Oh, definitely, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for joining us, Vance. I think yeah, it's been it's great to it was a on. pleasure. I'm glad you guys invited me. And yeah. you know, anytime you want to do it again, let me know. We'll set up a date, and hopefully, I don't have uh, a puppy with a medical emergency and won't be so stressed. <laughs> That's all right. I said, real life stuff happens. We understand that, don't we, Sai? So yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, thank you for coming on again, Vance, and. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys, and we'll be we'll back. See you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Have a good one.